Welcome to Podcast Divine. I'm Kenny Divine, and I'm here with the boys from Pass the Jar Podcast, former Pass the Jar Podcast. May it rest in peace, as it were. I've got Mr. Drake Pittman, and I've got Mr. Shane Murray over here doing the thing. And I've got them on the show today, and I'm very excited about it. Appreciate you having us. Thank you. Times. It's where you're not being on the other side of this. Yeah. Fiddling with faders and things yeah. of that nature. Yeah, it's like, oh. You need to pop down, chain, off ladder. <laughs> exactly. You don't know what to do. Just stay here. I'm in my natural state, just along for the ride. As it should be. With beer in hand. Always. Indeed. Indeed. Orange and blue, too. I know, it's a weird combo. Anything I was going to bring ugly. <laughs> I'd bring the can up so that blue could really pop. I love it. Well, boys, y'all are... Technically, the reason that I'm even doing this these days. Is that right? Yes. Uh, being on your show twice, I was a returning champion on that. Uh, being on y'all's show twice really just kind of opened some doors and opportunities for me to try this thing out. And here we are in season four now. It's crazy. We finally made it, even after a super long hiatus, but that's that's fine, too. Things happen, as you've mentioned before. But it's an absolute pleasure to be with you fine folks this evening. I'm so excited. I'm glad to be here, man, for real. like uh, The first time we ever met was actually the first time you came to our house for the podcast. Yeah, I was that random guy that was like, hey, I know you don't know me, but you know people that know me. Can I just come be on your podcast for shits and giggles? Mutual friends. Yes. That's all it takes. That's how networking works, I'm pretty sure. Yeah. Yes. Working in the net. Don't quote me on that, but 69% sure. Hey. It's a nice number. I like it. That's where I like to float around at. Yeah, it was crazy. Like, Kenny just hit me up. He was like, hey, I do this, this. And I was like, oh, I've heard about you. We have mutual friends. So, yeah, let's do this. First time was kind of like it took us a minute to get there and we were rolling. The second time he just walked in my house and it was like, boom. I'm pretty sure I was already drunk the second time I walked in, so. You made a day of in chat. I did. I did some. I did some things that I probably shouldn't have done, but that's fine. Walker County will bite you. Yes, it will. Yes, it will every time. But it's such good beer, you know, and other things. So we have great beer in Jasper. It's very true. Uh, I love those boys. Speaking of which, we need to get Jim on this podcast. By the way, we'll we'll make that happen. Oh, Jimmy Divine. Yeah. Hopefully so. He came on any time we asked him to. It's true, but it was a much shorter drive for him. That's also, also fair. Just a quick shot across 78. <laughs> exactly, exactly. So, boys, what was the reason to go on hiatus from the Passage Jar podcast? Take it away. Take, Take it, it away. Take it away. So, we ran for two and a half years. Took, uh, like, a month off in between seasons. And everybody would always ask me, where do you see the end for this? Like, what's the end game? And I was like, I don't know, just when I feel like I've gotten Walker County's good story out there. Because all you hear is bad stuff. Like, we had a bad podcast about us. And I was like, I'm going to change the narrative here. We still get shit on. We do. It's cool. We get shit on as in the South as a whole. We just, that little corner of Alabama, we get shit on. But 
I was like, I'm going to change the narrative. So I started interviewing business owners and content creators, just not for our friends that, you know, are realtors or, you know, whatever. <clears throat> and I was like, I'll see how far I can take it. And I was like, if I get a hundred downloads, like per episode, I was like, oh, that'd be a good number. Slowly but surely. I'm not good. I don't, I don't talk about numbers, but when it grows to far exceed my expectations, I'm like, okay, well, we'll keep it rolling. And then the shame catch you. Do what? So that's where the bug bites you. Yeah. Once you see it, start picking up steam. And Shane came on uh, when he got back from his duties in the military. I was like, well, let's keep it rolling now because now we have a different dynamic. Like this interview dynamic is going to change because I'm organized, stay on track, let's be laser focused, get you in and out of here because I know you got things to do. Shane is that torpedo that comes right into that steady moving train and that just trust for 45 minutes. So I was like, this will be fun. So we made, it got to be more fun instead of just business forward. And we finished up our fourth season and I went to Disney World. And Shane and I, when I got back, we went to uh, do a video for a new restaurant that had just opened. And the first thing I said, I said when I sat in the shrub was like, I'm done. He's like, why? I was like, burnout. He's like, but the job's not done. But I was like, job's not done so let's get the job done this this season hit him with a classic kobe bryant yeah kobe bryant line job finished so we sat there in the truck and was like all right well we need to get some big hitters on this season and i feel like that was our best season you know collectively like i would just throw in a few random episodes just for numbers sake but those would be the ones that always did well so i was like i'm just gonna find people like i've never really talked to and that sent it to a whole other level. And when people started paying more attention to Walker County, I was like, I looked Shane, I said, about midway through the season, I said, job's done. I was like, we're going to finish up the six or seven that we have scheduled. We're going to finish it. So long story short, I feel like people finally got a better grasp on who, like the actual content of Walker County's character. And that was that was what I was set out to do. To be yeah, it was always the goal from day one. Yeah. Was flipping the narrative. Plus I was bored during the forbidden thing that happened in 2020 can't speak about it no that's our i've kind of carried that over into my life like that was our rule in the podcast my, my wife gave me some constructive criticism she was like you know it's over kind of moved past it so shane and i made it a rule passage art naturally we did have actual walker county moonshine and it was fantastic so if you said the c word you had that they could pull out of the jar mm -hmm. so now it's just like triggers me. I'm like, oh God, there's somebody with some moonshine just watching it somewhere. It's like actually hanging in that back corner over there. There's going to be a little gnome that jumps out. <laughs> it's great. So, you know, Shane, Shane came on and it just, we kept it rolling until, uh, like I said, felt like it was just time to go. I feel that. I feel that. And yeah, you boys really did some, some really good work for Walker County. I mean, I knew how good it was because half my band was from Walker County for years. So I I spent a lot of time up there, had a blast hanging out with all the folks, and it was just a really good experience all around. And what you guys did was take my already decent opinion and elevate it to a whole new level and hopefully, you know, shut up some naysayers in the process. So it's been great. That's kind of how I wanted, like you, like you just explained, that's a perfect analogy for it, is people that know the stigmatism far and wide don't really have any kind of connections to Walker County. Yeah, They're just picking it up from hearsay. The ones that do know people from Walker County know that not everybody there is 
like the negative comments. So that was kind of our goal, like, okay, if we can take people from Walker County and give them a platform to broadcast out, let's see if we can't spin this. Yeah. Am I a redneck kick? Yes, but I'm articulate. And I like what's happening in our community, especially in downtown Jasper. Like, we're versatile. Yeah. I mean, RIP to our favorite restaurant, they did close down, but they have other things in the works. So they're coming back. It's like they're, they're kind of like us, like it was time to move to a new phase. So there's a lot of new phases happening in downtown Jasper that's going to keep it thriving. And it's just not a movie theaters and Olive Gardens like our community <laughs> really wants, but it's better than that to me. The Jasper Mall is a is a staple, though. Let's be honest here. There could be one store left in that mall, and it's going to stay open. You're 100% accurate on that. It's going to be Dunham's now. Yeah. It's going to be the one store that's left. If not, I might push the red button on a trampoline park. Or Belk, for some reason. Yeah, I don't know how. That place is just, it got to be in the red. There's no way around it. Yeah. Still trucking, I'm sure. Somebody just refuses to let that store go. But, you know, Jasper just got, well, Walker County as a whole just had a bad rap for so long. So I was like, I can just change 50 people's minds. It'll be a win. And like I said, I don't want to talk numbers, but it did enough to we at least reach fifty people. At the very least. Yeah. Even if I count for five of them, it's fine, you know. Because I told Shane I was like there for a while, I'd just constantly check the numbers and check the numbers and check the numbers. And then it got to the point I was like, This is where I know they should be, I'll check them in a month. And if they're not there, we'll figure something out. It's hard. It is. It's definitely hard. Um, especially bouncing back into it from a, a long hiatus like you know like we have it's been a an experience it feels like riding a bike like I feel like I'm not articulate whatsoever and I can't formulate a proper sentence especially after a few drinks so it's just like we're just easing back in we're building up that content library I mean this is probably not going to get released until mid-October maybe we were taking a page out of y'all's playbook so that's how we started like before Shane came on, I literally recorded like the first seven episodes in a month span. And I'm like, look, these are coming out like in two or three months because I'm still learning the ropes. That's what we were telling people when they come on, like, hey, you recorded on the first of this month, probably going to be out by the first of like not next month, but the month after. But sure. when we got rolling, it was, you're coming in this week. Your episode's going to drop yeah. next week. Yeah. It was like record, release, record, release. Like we just kept it flowing. I love that, and hopefully we'll get to that point. Uh, that's the joy of having JoJo Divine on staff with us. I'm going to just continually mention you and maybe one day give you a mic, you know? It's one of those things. Uh, you're just silently just sitting back there on the laptop. Yes. You never see him, but you hear that voice. Yes. I hear it in the back of my head every time. It's like, don't say that. It's pretty much all I hear. But Replace that mirror with a TV. Just, JoJo, can you pull that up for us real quick? Yeah. Third picture down. And look at that. Can you, yeah, that's can you mounting a TV tomorrow? <laughs> yes. I love it. Hopefully we will uh, move into JoJo's house and have a dedicated studio space soon. So we'll see what happens. For those of you who don't know, Josh Bird has a podcast called Troy Boys. Speaking of Troy football on a regular basis, you should check it out on all podcast platforms. It's fantastic. Even though I haven't listened yet. I'm working on it. I just don't do the football thing, you know? It's fine. But everything's cool. As much as I should, you know. Troy Boys is a phenomenal name, though. So, boys, what's next on the horizon for you It that you're allowed to talk about since the official announcement went out today? Yeah. 
or it should be going out shortly, depending on how Instagram handles your video this go around. <laughs> okay, gotcha. Where our biggest following is. Gotcha. You want to tell them? I'll tell them. Okay. I told our origin story. Yeah, you told the origin story. Follow it up. Uh, I'll, I'll kind of roll it together. So, like Drake said, we're in the truck getting ready to do this food review. He's burnt out. Understandably so. I was still... I was still like amped up, but at the same time, I was like, yeah, I mean, I could settle for a little bit of a slowdown here. All right. So I'm getting behind it. But there was one constant that, like, no matter how burnt out we were, me and him could just never stop talking about. And it was always on a late Thursday night or Friday morning when new music would release. And it was centrally focused around new country music. So we had kind of unknowingly been setting the stage for ourselves, probably what since season three of passage are yeah and finally you know a little time rolls on we get to thinking what if we just kind of transitioned out of strictly interview-based podcasts and started talking about something with a little more broad spectrum being country music Okay, you know, the idea kind of floats around for a little while, and the more we started thinking on it, we realized this could actually be really well for us because content's endless. You're going to have something new weekly that you can discuss. There's so many subgenres of country music. There's so many influences from other different types of music that are now in what people would consider mainstream country music. So the more we started talking about it, the realer it become. And finally, we were going to take a hiatus, like you just talked about. We had full intentions of taking several months off. Like a le- legit hiatus. Yeah. Not a half-ass hiatus. But we had, deci- <laughs> <laughs> we had decided, though, like in the meantime, to kind of keep that little bit of support that we had built up engaged with us, we were going to start transitioning over to TikTok more and just hitting it hard just to try to build up a base for when we do come back. And somebody, one of our friends reached out to us. He is running a radio station in Nashville now. And I guess he kind of picked up on the content that we were alluding to via TikTok and uh, gave us a proposition. And the timeline was a lot shorter than the hiatus we had planned. (laughs) We were planning on being off for close to six months. Yeah. So like yes, finished in June, didn't want to come back till February. Yeah, so eight months. Yeah, public school math check me seven. <laughs> I don't do math. Wait, bad all yeah math. But anyways, here's Kel- uh, <laughs> yeah, he gave us a proposition and uh, it shortened our hiatus down to five weeks. Yeah, yeah. So a pretty big jump for us, but it was something we knew we were going to be passionate about. We had already lit- laid the plans out for how we wanted to do it. We're just having to do it a lot more expressly now. For sure. Expediently, yeah. as it were. That's my $5 word for the day. I got it. Hooray. We went from being a long form to... you yeah. Go ahead, finish. Yeah. Well, now we will be... We'll be still be airing uh, episodes every Wednesday morning. But the big thing for us now is our platform is going to be broadcast in Nashville, Tennessee on Southern Roots Radio. So that's going to be awesome. It's opened us up to an entirely new geographical spectrum, and we're 
covering a subject that literally runs coast to coast. So it's a big growth opportunity for us, obviously. A little nerve-wracking, but exciting nonetheless. I love that. That's so good. We recorded the first episode. We're going to have to re-record the first episode. Did you screw it up already? No. It was just, you could tell we were like focused on being time-constrained, uh, not swearing. Screw that. Stay on track. Shame trying to keep a mental focus that is not good. No. No. Still working. Hey, you're going to have to pause that because uh, I lost track. Flying right here on my head, and I'm like, we got to keep rolling. Yeah, there's a fly in the room. So I was like, if we're putting out episode week to week, I'm not going to have time to sit here and edit, edit, edit. You're not just going to chop it up? I'm going to have to mix and master. No. <laughs> I know we're good enough now that we can keep it rolling. For sure, for sure. It was just that pressure of, so we just made this deal thing happen, and now we've got to get moving. Like, it was literally branding, name, how we're going to approach this, when we're going to put it out, how we're going to present it to them. Like, man. Because, you know, like, I could bleep out an F-bomb because I had people listening in the car to pass a jar in the car with their kids. So I was like, huh. I'll bleep out the words I can't hear on TV. That's the way I kept it. Sure. So, bleeped out the F-bombs. But, on here and it's radio, like, I don't want them to lose any, like, sponsors or monetization because of us. Or FCC, yeah. Deals all if y'all are too foul now. Sure. Which we are, but I was always taught if you swear, you're kind of a little more honest. But True. When you're on the radio, you can. Thanks, FCC. <laughs> Cheers. Oh, it's awesome, boys. I'm so happy to hear that. Um, what's the episode length going to be? We'll be between 40, 40 minutes to an hour. Nice, nice. So still not too short format. Not like you're not going to bust out a 20-minute or, or anything like that. You can get it into a commute. Sure. And from, depending on how far you live from work. Sure, absolutely. Because I know you told me, like, about that hour and a half, my boys, I kind of just fade out. I'm like, oh, that's when it gets good, though. That's when we get drunk. Yes, exactly. <laughs> it's just like, oh. Yeah, there we yeah. start, dude. That's when the editing button really got busy for me. Yes, so true. Luckily, you didn't have to edit that last one of mine too bad, did you? No, no, no. Like, I'm serious. Like, season four and five is when I literally would just wake up, mix and master. I'd listen to it, like, in the gym or on the way to work and back. And, like, I'd just screenshot, like, where I needed to take, like, cut out, like, if we went way off topic. Like, all right, that's 30 minutes I could cut out right there. I'm glad you didn't cut the feet pick conversation, for sure. Couldn't do that. No, that was classic is what that was. Yeah, crack that boy up. Yes. Uh, I can't wait to hear your episode on Orville Peck. I freaking love Orville Peck. That's, See, that's the thing is, like, people are like, you're not gonna, are you not going to run out of things to talk about? I was like, do you realize there are this many artists, this many albums, this many songs, this many freaking lines of a, like, just a few lyrics we can hit on for 40 minutes? Absolutely. Man, that Bronco album is so good. I saw him in Brooklyn earlier this year, and that was a great freaking show. Brooklyn. Yeah. Kenny, I'm, Kenny I'm that guy. New York to see concert. I'm that fancy boy. Kenny said, who needs Alabama? Going to Brooklyn. Going to Brooklyn. Quite ironic, coming from the guy that flew across the country to go to Colorado for a concert. Hmm. Well, when a band you follow for over 10 years headlines Red Rocks and sells it out within three minutes for the first time, you have to go. Was that the Whiskey Myers? Yeah. Of course. I don't know. If, yeah, I'm sure. I'd do it again. Yes. 
they have these stores there that you can buy things that you eat or smoke, and it's just amazing. When you work in healthcare, you can't partake in Colorado's main source of income. Oh, sad day. Or at least hope you test better, you know? Yeah. I, don't, I don't want to risk it. Absolutely not. Because this is how it's pike last year. I do have a real 9 to 5, well, 7 to 7 p.m., 7 a.m. job. Wolf. You think that's the real source of income in Colorado? For sure. At least in Denver, for sure. No. I'm thinking the ski resorts and the up in the mountains. That's got to be. Tourism is huge. What are those people going to the ski resorts getting before they go to the ski resorts? Mm. I mean, that's fair. But you got to think. We drove past one one, dis- one dispensary, say we went, one dispensary, they get 200 bucks. We've already dropped eight grand at this resort. True. Let me tell you. Ooh, well, let's go. There was one, there was a dispensary close to where one of the first places we stayed. Every time we would drive by them, they were lined up around the building every single time. Yeah, but some of those people standing in the resorts. I'm standing by it. <laughs> but where we were, we needed a gentleman. We only to this right now. Yes. <laughs> we weren't close to a ski resort, though. Oh, yeah, because Red Rocks is in Denver. So, yeah. Well, technically, it's in Morrison. It's like yep. an hour away from Denver. Oh, yeah. I said, uh, if we had Diva here, uh, he would give us the full lowdown on, on Denver because he lived there for a hot minute. And we stayed in Manitou Springs and went to like Pikes Peak. Yes. And, uh, Manitou Springs and Colorado Springs. Yeah. Then we drove over to Golden, which is a little old mining town. Corral. Oh. Cute as shit, little town too. But it was only, it was only like a 10 minute drive to Red Rocks from there. Nice. A little more barren mountain land. You can see the snowy mountains up and way off in the distance. Now, as a church boy, did you, when you were in Colorado Springs, did you stop by Focus on the Family and visit James Dobson? No. Oh, okay. That's fine. Good news. Colorado Springs was kind of a trip. Like, it was so busy. Yeah. I didn't expect it to be that busy. But first place I stopped when we, our plane landed, though, was in and out Yes. Animal style. Yeah, I forgot. I did not get animal style the first time, like, First, Zach, listen. Um, you got to start with the basics. You got to to appreciate it. I got you. Our, our fly, our 4 a.m. flight had gotten canceled. We ended up leaving Birmingham instead of at 4 a.m. at 4 p.m. Oh, no. Flew to Houston, then flew to Colorado Springs. Side note, Houston Airport is awesome. It's creepy. Yeah, it's really creepy. Everybody's really friendly there. It's like everything, like our gate, we got in there. We got off that one gate, and it looked like a, like a high school basement like just the brick walls and everything and you go up and then you see like there's just it's like a whole city up there oh you went to the other houston airport yeah i went to a little one. Oh yeah we went to the houston hobby when we flew oh, from, no. from southwest high schools in southwest have you been in oh, that's the question yeah <laughs> let's let's have a conversation about well, that i'm thinking about the downstairs of dora oh the gym where i had a downstairs again you had to go upstairs to some classrooms. I I would say Dora had an upstairs. Okay, a downstairs. Well, then the first floor. Okay. <laughs> so this is more of what you can expect from our podcast. I'm so excited. Like I I love listening to y'all's podcast while I'm at the gym. Honestly, it's so great. You know what? You're 100 percent right. We totally had a downstairs. And the foyer just walked in like you could go downstairs to the main hall or upstairs, which was all like ninth grade classes. Yep. Mm-hmm. Hey, you know what? Hand up. I'll own that. Okay. Right. Thank you. <laughs> but anyways, it was just like the brick, like the brick walls, and they only had like a like five seats per gate. I'm like, there's like 50 people in line. 
we're gonna sit on top of each other in here pretty much but anyways you walk up and it's like restaurants and there's like an, an actual like you know a nice airport area and you go up and you go through your gate and you're right back in that basement place it's weird i let and this mic stand so bad for our ship you like it kind of have one not on the web we have yeah, we're just getting boobs. You got the ones that'll like clip on right here, move around. I got you. We need these. Something to do with my hand. Well, we could get yes. rid of our. We could get rid of our table with this. Mm-hmm. You could literally just have chairs and a couple of cameras set up. Somebody to run them. We're gonna hire Kenny as our interior designer. Girl, don't even start with me because I'm our podcast studio. I'm I'm just a um a, a ghost designer. My wife's the real designer. I just show up and do what she tells me to do. You know where I live. Yes, and it. it's true. It's true. We'll come up and reformat that bad boy. Man, I wish it's still open. Ain't it? okay. No, go ahead. Big lots? Yeah. 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 They do. Actually, he's not wrong. No, no. Just, I don't know why. I just thought about it, but yeah. This episode is sponsored by Big Lots. I just, I would have still had our first couch and love seat we bought from there. Had my living room not dwarfed it so bad. Actually, I think I have the entertainment center that we bought when we were in Louisiana from Big Lots. I, I really should go through my garage. Big Lots is out here doing numbers. I could probably take a month off from work if I just sold everything that's in my garage. So I'm just asking furniture. So do you think Ashley's like sending them like overstock? It's like in scratch and dent, probably. What are they called? Consignment shop. Yeah. That's okay. Yeah. Like these little boutiques that are everywhere. Yeah. You might have just unveiled something that, I mean, it could be public knowledge. I don't know. I don't really get into what Ashley Furniture's subsidiaries are, but. So Big Lots is selling Ashley Furniture probably for what Ashley Furniture is really worth. You're just getting that markup when you go to Ashley. Boom. Also, subsidiary is my $5 word. Thank you for joining. Yes. <laughs> yes. There it was. It's on you now, Drake. Yeah, just when you thought you were going to get a break from each other. You're back in it. Back in the game, boys. L- like next week is literally going to be a very busy week for us. Oh, no doubt. I mean, you got the band back together before you even really broke up. Like, geez, y'all. I man had no time to, like, separate. Yeah. We were still packing up. The speakers weren't even unplugged. Yeah. I love the video of, you know, you're putting the mic up, you're putting the headphones up, and then, like, two weeks later, you're like, okay, here we go again. Yeah. Hey, little did you know that uh, that wasn't two separate videos. Shane just uh, yeah, we just did a uh, rewind on that bad boy. Because <laughs> I, I, I sent it to him, I was like, so, you know, everything's happening, right? Shane said, yeah. I was like, so I seen this video. I was like, I need you to reverse this. <laughs> Enough. Two minutes later. The old splice app is work. Truly. Shane was like, what kind of demonic shit are you trying to put in my ears here? Because he thought I was like, he thought I was talking about the song. He said, hey, reverse this. I was like, is there a hidden message in closing time that I've never heard before? <laughs> yeah, actually there is. Probably. If you play it backwards and watch Dark Side of the Moon, it gets really weird, man. That's a good point. Depending on where you went to church, they said, don't play your vinyl backwards. True. It was a devil. It's true. I heard it when I played it backwards. I'll go ahead and tell you, that holds weight. It sounded demonic, but it was not making a lick of sense. I was like, what am I listening to? Oh, I started watching the videos. I get it now. Wow, bub. Yep. It's just like the uh, best in the nest from the Troy Boys podcast. It took me all of about 15 seconds for it to get clicking in my head. Now that it is, like, I can't stop thinking about it. That's so good. That's usually how we get torpedoed on our podcast is because I'll say something to Shane, like, three minutes later. There it is. Hey, let me talk about this again while we're on a completely other topic. You watch 22 Jump Street? 
Yeah, you know when he figures out that uh, Jonah Hill is banging his uh, daughter? That's my daily life. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. God, I've missed you boys. But the, thing so is, but the thing is, he's the wittiest one. But the thing is, I've picked up more wit now because I've been around him every well, that's it. once a day, once or twice a week for the past two years. It's just a, a witty aurora around me, and you just start uh, soaking. I like aurora. I think it works in this. It's like, have you seen the aurora berry? He's trying to put another $5 word in there. Things. It's a discount when you can't use it properly. It's a Dollar General $5. All right. Ooh. Where's Matt Mitchell when you need him? a Dollar General. That's a Dollar Tree. Fun fact. Dollar 50 Tree. Dad's about to say. <laughs> fun fact. They don't have items for just a dollar in there anymore. It's garbage, man. It's really garbage. Ridiculous. It'll ruin you. It'll ruin you. I do know. I did notice, like the first first time I was on the podcast, you were kind of a tight ass, and you know the second time you were like, "Woohoo, let's go!" I had that as good. Uh, yeah, yeah. Well, see, Shane makes me comfortable with myself too. To the military, like we were literally together every day because we weren't married. We had part time jobs, or we're in college, so it was like we had all the free time in the world. Then when he moves away, comes back, I'm like. Shit, I remember what he did to me. With a big <laughs> hole in you, huh? Yeah. Yeah. I was like, yep, let's miss, miss feel that. <laughs> like, I grew up, but now we're we're going to flip the script a little bit. Just have the wit, add the wit back. So, because I'll say, like, stuff to my, my patients and stuff at work. I'm like, I can't say this to our Freaking Shane Murray right there. <laughs> Just came right on out. But then Shane, Shane acts a little more mature, and I think that's me. I'm so proud. You think so? Yeah. Dude, I appreciate that. Which, I mean, you all have two kids. This has two kids. Like, we're literally giving our wives excuses for us to be together. Shane's more mature at home. He does he does things. That's because if I don't do things, I get in trouble with my wife. Exactly. Same. Hey, Shane. It's a, it's a mutual thing here for sure. He said, hey, Drake, loosen up a little bit. Guess what? I'm more fun to be around sometimes. Yeah, I, I, I heard the progression of the corn cob being removed from your asshole. So, I'm just going this has got to make the cut. Like, no, yeah, this can't be B roll right here. No, this is this is this is golden. Let's talk about Foothills Festival, yeah. Walker County's premier music festival that happens once a year now. It's a beautiful thing. Let's uh, tell us about your experience with Foothills this year. This year was, I didn't really lo- like love the lineup this year because the past few years they have had country, like a country southern rock, like straight up country southern rock, not, and then like Saturdays your jam bands. Sure. So, this year they went kind of more Americana blues on Friday and then jam band on Saturday. So, like, man, kind of don't know how I feel about it, but they had Anderson East headlining. So, I was like, of course, can't miss that. Love it. But, you know, the past few years, though, it had been great with Steel Woods and uh, Whiskey Myers, Brent Cobb. I was like, I'm there. This year, I was just like, you know, this can be a year I can go actually just kind of talk and hang out with my friends and net search like we did. Like, they did have Adam Hood, who has a mile-long list of major artists that he's written for. Yes. Or played with. But yeah, so we watched Adam Hood, and then we kind of just started socializing a little bit more. But we we went back to the stage for Anderson East. We still socialized with the background music. Sure. And that was fantastic. The best background music I've ever I have an Anderson East story, actually. He was playing a New Year's show in Birmingham a few years back. Alabama Theater. At the Alabama Theater. And, uh... Um, I'm afraid to get tickets. 
Apparently it was a great show, but I didn't go. I was I was busy working at Paoletti's that night, rest in peace. And uh, we were upstairs, or I think I was working Paoletti's. Uh, either way, I was at Paoletti's, upstairs at Paoletti's. And I ran into his then-girlfriend at the time, uh, which was one and only Miranda Lambert. Yeah. My sister-in-law loves her, like has her lyrics tattooed on her thigh type thing, so she got to meet her. It was good little... Good little experience. So that's my Anderson East story. Has nothing to do with Anderson East. Well, we didn't know they were dating until we went. First time we'd ever saw him, he opened up for Chris Stapleton. Mm-hmm. I was like, oh, I'm going to Google this dude. Like, he's good. And first thing you see is like pictures of him and Miranda Lambert. I was like, oh, okay. Okay. You're definitely going to have a song written about you one day, my guy. <laughs> Very soon. <laughs> I bet he did. Yeah, I'm sure. But he seems like such a genuine dude, though. Yeah. He doesn't seem like a Blake Shelton to me. Yeah. No B- no BS, for sure. See what I did there? I do like hey. that. Thank you. Shane's just bringing out the humor to me. No BS for the knobs. Yeah. Whoa! Good times, y'all. So happy. Miranda Lambert story. Oh, give it to me. back on that. Yeah. We got free tickets to a Miranda Lambert concert when we were in Shreveport. Shane wanted a refund for those. Yeah, I would if I could have sold them, I absolutely would have. But my wife was just super excited about it, really wanted to go. So say, like, okay, if we had like a three week notice that, of when the concert was gonna be taking place versus when we found out we had tickets. So in the meantime, I went to Blake Shelton's website and ordered a baseball jersey and wore it to the concert. This is probably twenty minutes after the breakup too, so it's still fresh. That was the night I learned Miranda Lambert fans spineless. Absolutely spineless. Nobody called me out. I got more praises for wearing a Blake Shelton baseball jersey than I did naysayers. I did not see that coming. Yeah. Wow. Huh. They just don't want to rock the boat. I get it. They knew she lost a breakup, I think. Yeah. She also put on a very lackadaisical performance. Yeah. Just stayed in one place the word her time. I'm tearing them up tonight. Yes, you are. It's being in the Hoover. It'll do it to you. Location-based. I adapt to my surroundings. <laughs> yes. Same. It was the same way when we saw her, too. Like, I feel like she lip-synced the whole time. I was like, I'm not really into this, but Justin Moore played before her, so I was very happy. Oh, no doubt. Hey, you got Justin Moore? I had freaking Dustin Lynch. Mmm, cowboys and angels. That's the whole Lynch song. <laughs> oh, dude, when he played that song, I wanted to fist-fight everybody in our row. God, it was so unbearable. I'm getting mad thinking. I see the temperature rising. I can't wait for us to go in because we, we're going to have a, we have like segments on our new podcast. Uh, we're going to hit like certain subgenres. We're also going to hit regions and stuff. But one of our talks are going to be the bro country breakdown. So that's where we really, we're going to have to not just totally shit on it. Some old score. I'll say it. Some mm-hmm. good. Like we've already, it's catchy, it's infectious, it gets you in a mood. Like this love obviously coming out hurt. <laughs> Put it on me. Like this is obviously coming out after yeah. we dropped the yes. first three episodes, but one of the first three episodes, we're going to hit on a hot topic right now, which is Florida Georgia Line. You know, they played their last show together a couple of weeks ago. So we're going to hit on that right out of the gate. I'm like, were they really that bad? Because Cruz still holds weight to this day. 
That song slaps. I'm sorry. I hate it, but I, it's... That whole album is my guilty pleasure album. Yeah. If I'm just... You know what? I'm going to pretend I'm driving in a lifted truck with a tool bag of a belt buckle and a shining glittery hat. You know what? I'm going to play this album. Look a hell of a lot better with you up in it. Come on. <laughs> Did I pronounce that too emphatically there? Hammer and nailed it. <laughs> I'm going to start a country cover band now. What? Oh, God, yes, please. Had I not forgotten the jar, we could have gotten our shot on. <laughs> <laughs> so sad. It's kind of... <laughs> it's like the resurgence of Nickelback as well. I've noticed that they're putting new stuff out, and, like, the youths, the, all the youths are like, Nickelback's cool, man. And I'm like, there was a 10-year period. Yeah, I heard the their lead single off of it, and I was just like, from a metalhead, I'm not mad at it for sure. It's still Chad Kroger singing, but you yeah. know, whatever. You get it. Uh, yeah, I mean, people hate on Nickelback, but when Spider Man, uh, what's the last one called? No Way Home. Is it No Way Home? Or is it Far From Home? The last Spider Man movie. Yeah, and it's far. No Way Home? Yes. So when that came out, everybody started doing, like, playing Hero again. Like, I need to hear this song in this yeah, movie. Like, I was like, yeah, and y'all are sitting here shitting on Nickelback, please. That song is still a bop. It is. They're watching us, watching us. Josie Wales, or Josie, what was his name? The guy from... Uh, Saliva. Saliva, yeah. I know his first name was Josie. But anyway. No, you're thinking of Josie and the Pussycats. It's different. It's okay. Yeah. We forget for that. E-Y, not I-E. But back to Foothills there you go. on that topic. Yes. Okay. See? <laughs> he, he reels it in. I love this guy. You, uh, I just wanted this year to be more social, especially with us about to announce like our new move. Venture. People were actually interested in talking to us. Got to hang out with our boy, Barry Bangers. Yes. Uh, but... Usually I would get, like on Fridays, that's the first day of it, I would get there at like 3 o'clock. Like I'm right here, I'm on the rail. And me and whoever I was with, whether it was my wife or like I had a friend that was going to be on the rail with like our group, we'd just rotate, go and get beers and stuff. Smart. But the past, before this year, the freaking lineups were just flawless. Like you had Dina Carter the first year, like after we got married. So I was like, am I going to hear Strawberry Wine? Absolutely. 17? Am I going to sing it? I'm 17. Absolutely. But I don't know. I feel like this year's was good, but I feel like it really could have been better. Hurt. But the turnout as far as people going to the tents and just being there in general, like I was like, God, God damn it, I love my town. You know, I love Jasper. And they just proud, and you see people from all over. Common like vendors too. Uh cousins main lobster. I don't know if y'all ever had yes. the lobster rolls. It's expensive. Very expensive. They're very proud of them lobster rolls for sure. But you know what? BlackRock did a pop up at J B and T on Friday. Oh my god. I wanted to be there so bad for that. So did Shane. Yeah, so did Shane. We get there. Good. We get there and they're like, We only have two brisket grilled cheeses left. And I was like I looked at Lindsay, I was like, Shane's not going to be happy. She goes, they sold out quick. And I was like, well, I'm going to take the last two. And he did. What did we, we did Saturday? Shameless. We reviewed barbecue for a local uh, 
We reviewed a local barbecue. Let me try their ribs. Yeah, fun fact, at time of recording today, this coming up Friday, I'm having Blackwater for uh, lunch at work. Hmm. Kathy is bringing it. Yeah. That's awesome. Good for you. Yeah, it is. So. You know what? I had it before the Blackwater barbecue, so. <laughs> you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to make my own grilled cheese, and I'm going to send you pictures of it. I'll have my own brisket grilled cheese. Hunter going to be in the office that day? Could be. Head dude just pops up when he wants to. I can even sneak me one. Uh, also, just while it's on my mind, because you brought it up, I'll go strawberry wine, right? Yeah. Have you realized that Lanny Wilson basically remade that? No. With watermelon moonshine? I did not. Oh, yeah, check it out. Put you on something right there. Yeah. Our new song, uh-huh. Watermelon Moonshine, is essentially just like the Walker County version of strawberry wine, really. Yeah. Yeah. So... I'm not asking a question now. I'm taking over your podcast. It's fine. A this, this was your second foothills. Wrong. First? First. Yeah. Because I don't know why we were there last year. Do you have the C word? May have been a C word. Adjacent thing. I'm really racking the brain. I don't know. This I do. This was your little no. Will. Because this year they moved it, and we didn't have it last year. It was in March of last year. Oh, but yeah. What happened? The rescheduling thing because of the C word, right? Yeah. Yeah, here we go. That checks out. I still don't know why we weren't there, but. Yeah. Because it was St. Paul and Broken Bones. Oh, yeah. I'm sure they were. Or I'm sure they were more than Muscadine Bloodline. For sure. Had to be. Get for a fact, Steel Woods had to be. Yeah. So that's actually, you know what? I'm gonna go ahead and put, go ahead and put it out there. That's like goal number one for our podcast. I want Muscadine at Foothills. I don't know if we can make that happen because we're not the talent buyers for Foothills. Yeah, but we can start influencing. It's true. Y'all are basically influencers. We a talent buyer on the podcast, and I don't feel like we could influence him. That's true. You get enough of your viewership convincing him, though. I'm, yeah. We're either going to have Muscadine or he's going to have me blocked on every form of communication. Let's go. Shane and I just take over the stage. Ladies and gentlemen, who's next is not who you think it is. Yeah. We present to you Muscadine Bloodline. And I'll just plug my phone into the auxiliary cord. Or by then you'll have enough listenership that you can afford to book them yourselves. There we go. Have a side stage. You can don't, have. It. I was about to say, don't think I'm above just setting up a side stage. Oh no! Down behind Tallulah, and just running Muscadine while everybody floods that way. You Play, can put them in, gentlemen. Guess what? This year, Foothills Festival ain't the biggest thing. It's gonna be Frog Festival in Summerton, Alabama. <laughs> we got Muscadine Bloodline. <laughs> yes, Frog Festival. Oh, yeah, I forgot about the Frog. What is that's October? October ish. Sometime frame. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So anyways, how Kenny Kenny senses your show. Ask him how his first foothills. So how was your first foothill shake? Thanks for the coaching session there. I'll pay you later. It'll start a course. It was amazing. We you got there a little later than I uh would have liked to, but when you have a wife and two kids, that's to be expected. Uh I should have poor planning on my part, I should have told her that we needed to be there actually like an hour and a half sooner than we did. Sure. So we could have been there when I wanted to be. But I did end up catching the last little bit of Adam Hood's set from a distance as I was walking up. But 
me and Drake got to meet him, talk to him for a little while, super down to earth guy. Uh, and then like Drake said, just the, uh, the social interactions. That was, that was what I was most curious about was just how is everybody going to be in that scenario or in that downtown situation where people going to be like normal, I guess would be the best way of putting it. Just kind of head down. I want to get to this point, that point, that point, and then I'm out of here. Or is it just going to be one big social gathering? And that's what it ended up being. Do you have a lot of outer towners in there for Anderson East and stuff like that? Okay, so they were also interacting. Yeah, that favorably as well. That was that's kind of why where my my questions for it were going to come from was Foothills has kind of become not just a Jasper City thing. It's slowly started to grow into all-encompassing area. It ain't Bonnaroo, but it's closed. Yeah, exactly. Okay, gotcha. It's bringing people from but outside of the region. <laughs> Butteroo. There it is. Ladies and gentlemen, you heard it here first. That's what we're calling the uh, Muscadine stage. Butteroo? Butteroo. So it feels adjacent. Yeah. The F.A. I love that. But I'm trying to think of like a bunion pun. <laughs> wow. Well, <clears throat> we uh foot heels you know it was funny because uh we had bumped into matt mitchell and we were walking up towards Tallulah together and we were talking and people just like kept walking by looking and i was <laughs> i looked at shane i was like they're not looking at us he's the celebrity yeah. which those of you who don't know uh matt mitchell is the the mastermind behind alostrich.com yeah. and uh yeah i still need to meet him I've been working on that. I still haven't. Like, we've crossed paths. Like, he'll do trivia to Lula, and then we'll play the next night, but I never have actually officially met him. Yeah. One day. One definitely. The thing is, too, he doesn't walk around like he's somebody with a million followers on TikTok. That's true. Which is why I love him. He's hilarious. He's hilarious. He's genuine. Literally just super nice guy. Like, he and Shane were keeping up with a Braves game during our last podcast together. As one should. Well, I mean... Really underplayed it there. Game five of the World Series. That was a big dude. <laughs> a little salt in there. Yeah. Ooh. Ooh. Expansion team, baby. Thank you, Boston. <laughs> God. The Boston Braves? Yeah, I forgot about that. forgot about that. Good but we, we literally saw people like we haven't seen since high school and stuff. It was, so it was, it was just nice talking. And, you know, people would walk up and talk to us about the podcast stuff. Like, not told Shane. It was still catching me off guard. Yeah. I told Shane, I was like, I'm not used to this because last year during Foothills, I know I had the C word, so I couldn't go. Um, That's probably why we didn't go then. You wasn't going to be there. I wasn't. Where's the fun in that for me? Seriously. I need my guardrails. <laughs> we, uh, but people are just, you know, walking up, interacting with us and stuff. And I told my wife, I was like, it's so weird. She was like, you look uncomfortable when you're talking to these people. I was like, because that's like, I was like, I'm not like Shannon aren't celebrities. They love what y'all are doing. Like, I work at the, the thing dealership. What are you talking about? Like, man, you get your yeah. oil change price or something? Like, did you come have a CPAP study done? I'll <laughs> off. But you know, I can breathe. But it was it was nice. Like it let us know that we did make the impact we wanted to make with our community. And you know, they're like, we're gonna miss the show, and I'm like, we're staying rooted. Yeah. So. But Foothills, with you're talking about people coming from out of town. Well, I know for a fact 
because I'm in a, like a Whiskey Myers Facebook group that has like close to 100,000 members in that group. When they announced their show in Jasper, like people were asking, where's Jasper, blah, blah, blah. And all of a sudden people from Georgia, Tennessee, Mississippi were all like, oh yeah, we're coming this weekend. So like I literally got to talk to like probably north of 100 people that I'd never met before just at a show in Jasper. And I told Brittany, I was like, I don't think, I didn't think this would ever happen in Jasper. That's incredible. And if not, just know I'm going to judge you. In this group, I'm sure someone had to be asking for like recommendations on places to stay. Is that, not, is that fair to assume? I did. If they did, I didn't answer. So I'm going to judge you. Why did you not promote the Warrior River Motel? Because I don't want these people to die. If it was a hilarious catch syphilis, still would have been hilarious. It's only come up right now, okay? Have you seen that fresh paint job? What, I syphilis? I think the pool is about to be opened back up. That junk pile in the pool right now is telling me otherwise. They got a tractor broke down out there, and I can only imagine it had one purpose, and it was to clear out said pool. They did pr- put a, they did fix the building that like looked like it had been ran through with a car. See? On the come up. Where are those, where are those rooms going to be? Because I don't know if anybody wants to stay right there. That's the honeymoon suite. Right across from the frosty. Right across from the frosty, yeah. Oh, the frosty. Well, that's how you steps off the highway or right across the frosty. That's how you get your cherry on top. Which I don't know if you know about the frosty, but they have fantastic burgers, fries, onion rings, etc. This sounds like a this sounds like an ad on Pass the Jar. George sponsor bomb. It's true. We're doing funnel fries now and Ooh, girl, highly would recommend. Heard. Need to try it. It's on my list. It's it's beignet esque. Mm-hmm. Hey Jasper is getting a uh Cajun restaurant. Oh, yeah, let's touch on that for a second. Seriously. So, very limited menu before Shane goes into his... That's what I was going to say. They're doing easy-to-make things. Okay. Yeah. So, what he's mad about is not an easy-to-make thing. I mean, you lived in Louisiana, so this is... Okay, I got to pull the room on this. You better whip me up one, dude. Um, Cajun-style restaurant opening up. Starting out, understandably, limited menu. Got to get the ball rolling. You don't want to freak people out. No, Exactly. So if you're throwing together an easy-to-make menu, real something just quick, get them in, get them out kind of situation, Etouffee's got to be on that menu, right? One would think. So it's not. If it's not. Well, what if it's going to be? I mean, it ha- if they just blatantly don't have it, I- we're revoking their Cajun card. I was say, no disrespect to whoever potentially could be watching from said restaurant. But there's at least one person in the Jasper area that's just probably not going to go, if I'm being honest. If I can't go get crawfish or shrimp or some sort of etouffee from the only Cajun-style dedicated restaurant in my area, that's a knock against you that I can't overcome. Truly. They got me sold on the fried gator po' boy. Yeah, now the, the limited menu does look phenomenal, but it could have been better. Of course. Spoken like a true Louisiana resident. He lives in Louisiana for six years, and all of a sudden he's a pro. Yeah, absolutely. Also, no red beans and rice on there. I don't know if you caught that. I didn't catch that. Yeah. That's another thing I was just going to let slide, but, you know. I uh, can't let that one slide. You got to have that. But you know what? We're still going to try it and review it for our page. Yeah, absolutely. They got Zatarans, though, I'm sure. <laughs> Zatarans and Sashery. Uh, Tony Sashery. 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 Got to get it right. Sorry. Sorry. Charcuterie, I think, is how. They pronounce it. Adult Lunchables. <laughs> Before I forget, 
I wanted to touch on something that I found out the other day when I played at Tallulah, that there is a merger of Tallulah Brewing Company and Twisted Barley. Do you know much about that, or can you speak on that? Do you have opinions on that? I don't know much Mason would want me to publicly say. Sure. But I know he just kind of got worn out on the whole gig and was ready to do something new. That's pretty much the whole theme of this episode, so. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. New eras because you're tired. Yeah. Well, you're a lot closer to it than I am, so I'll just give an opinion. Okay. Work. That works for me. You give an opinion real quick. Yeah. I'll allow it. So, skepticism was my first thought when I saw what was going on there. I I learned a little bit more about the situation, but like I said, Drake's a lot closer to him. So, my opinion on it is I think it could be a really good thing as long as... They keep the essence of the Twisted beers. So I know they've said, you know, they're still going to be selling the beers that Twisted had made popular. But I want it to be the Twisted beers. I don't want it to be their spin on what Twisted was doing. Everything I think... Oh, sorry, I didn't mean to cut it off. You're good. But I think that's kind of... I think that's kind of where they're they're at with it, is they're going to still carry Twisted's brand of beers just under a new namesake. I was told that the recipes will remain the same and that um, that Mason will still have a hand in that, so, so, that. which is a good thing. Yeah. So Mason has three three or four flagship beers that Tallulah wanted. They're going to keep the Twisted Barley name on those beers. What's going to help out, though, is Tallulah has a big distribution Exactly. Platform. So now Twisted Barley will get to be in distribution as well. <clears throat> so the Mason just got worn out. And, you know, as a friend, he just was like, just don't really care for it anymore. And I was like, sure. You know, it's cool, understandable. You get to that point sometimes. It's better to walk away than drown. Sure. So, you know, I was kind of scared. I was, Shane, I was very skeptical at first, too you know, about how the whole thing was going to work. But when I saw how Tallulah handled Twisted Barley this weekend, or this past weekend at Foothills, I was like, no, this will be a good thing. Another thing I'm kind of sad about is Twisted's taproom won't be open all the time anymore. Mm. And that was like a safe haven for me. Like, even I didn't even go in there and drink sometimes. Like, I'd just go hang out with people I knew. So, if Mason was there too, that was a plus. But he just... Worn out, time to move on, and wanted to fix his VW. I'm yeah. glad it's staying. I'm glad it's staying in Jasper, for sure. Oh yeah, uh, Drew and Josh have got a good grip on things, so it's in good hands for sure. Absolutely, I 100 percent agree with that. Um, I'm hoping it'll turn into like how the good people take over of Avondale happened, where it will be still separate but still high quality, and you'll get both brands of beer in both tap rooms at yeah. that point if you want them so i mean it's all your birmingham folks are about to get tallulah and twisted barley beer out here i'm so excited and maybe just maybe we might get the divine inspiration pale ale back looking at you josh looking at you no pressure <laughs> no pressure we wanted mason to make a uh passage our pilsner oh my god it tastes like the bottom of an ashtray mm. so it tastes like lacy's pizza bar gotcha no wesley's oh touche that's a whole different ashtray. You can't hate on the pizza bar, man. That's true. The ham and cheese will... Oh, I miss it. Like, every time I go up there to Jasper, I'm just like, 
I, I, I have to go to Carbon Hill, but I never get a chance to because my schedule's too tight. 15-minute drive up. That's true if you're booking it, but... Yeah, it's yeah. about... 15? About 20, 25. Yeah. I was like, well, you're thinking just there, too. you got to get back. You do yeah, have true. to get back. <laughs> if I'd been able to plan it properly for the last time I went up for the podcast, I'd planned to go up there, grab food, and bring it to you guys. I was, I was telling Shane. Your best bet is just cut through Tuscaloosa on your way in. Yes. And then just give yourself the excuse of going that way. Yeah, you're right. I was telling Shane on the way in about when you were texting me the other day. I was like, when the hell did Blackheart close? What the hell is going on in Twisted Barley and Toledo? And I'm like, Kenny, man, you're, you're asking these questions faster than I can give you the explanation. <laughs> Sorry, it was a long day for me that day. <laughs> and then you come to Jasper and play a show. And you're like, hey, playing at Toledo tonight. I'm like, ironically, I'm coming to Birmingham tonight. That's how it worked. It did. But then I get home from Birmingham. And one of my friends had posted a video of Jim singing Africa. Of course, as as he does. But the camera pans over to Kenny, and he doesn't have his shirt on. Yeah, it was hot, though. So Kenny wasn't on Facebook, but I still asked, where the hell's Kenny's shirt, and how did this happen, and how much of a good time was he having? Yeah. Well, clearly a very good one. I did. Oh, because our first show at Tulu show we went to was phenomenal. Thank you. Such a good time. I love playing there. The good folks up there. They started playing dangerous on us. Sonny Shane walked in because he had on his apron. I was absolutely crushing that. He was my he was Miles Teller, and it's so hard. Fun fact: I just watched that movie maybe a week and a half ago. Wow! On an illegal website. <laughs> that's right. I'm not paying for anything. Not Frugal Boys. <laughs> that's that should be your your side project. Frugal Boys podcast. I guess I just let people in on like some backdoor websites. It's perfect. You may get some spyware on your computer, but that's fine. It's okay. I have to hit exit 19 times, but I promise it's worth it. This totally worth it. Okay. You know what? Now that I think about it, we've had the Divines at Tallulah. Next year we do Foothills. I'm in. I'm in. Are we the new talent directors for Foot? You might be. I think that's what we've done. We'll tell you how next year's lineup looks. Yeah. <laughs> we'll find out then. Yes, indeed. I would love that. That'd be fantastic. Drew was trying to get us to come play at Tallulah the week of, or the weekend of Foothills because, you know, he had a little bit of extra Skrilla to distribute around, but we were already booked that night, unfortunately. So we, I just said from the mic, I was like, hey, we're we're the opening band for Foothills Festival this year. We're just a week early. It's fine. But it was great. It was great. And on that note, I think that's a great place to wrap it up here tonight. Remember, kids... Wash your hands, hug your mama, and don't be a dick. I'm Drake Fidman. And I'm Shane Murray. That jar's not empty. Pass that thing around. Love your neighbor. Talk to someone different than you. And for the last time you'll ever hear this was past the jar. Cheers, boys. Thanks for hanging out tonight. Appreciate you having us, Kenny. Dude, I love y'all so much. Thank you so much.